0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason
1: Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast.
0: And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And today, uh, we're, we're talking about Hardys and the fact that The only thing Hardee's does well is biscuits, and and
0: and centons.
1: No, 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 not Matt and Jeff Hardy. Which no, they don't really do those well anymore. We're we're talking about the restaurant Hardee's and their biscuits and the fact that why do they even offer a lunch menu? Nobody goes to Hardee's for lunch or dinner, right? It's it's go there you, you get your you get your sausage biscuit. Maybe you get some of the other breakfast offerings that they have.
0: Yeah, there's only one other fast food restaurant that I know of. And I, I could be wrong, but I mean, McDonald's tried it for a little bit, but Bojangles is the mm-hmm. only other restaurant fast food type that I know of that does biscuits all day. Yeah. But they are very limited mm-hmm. around where they are. Like we've got one in Mobile that's in a gas station. Yeah, and I think that's the only one within driving distance, right? Yeah, I
1: remember seeing signs. I was in Mobile yesterday. I remember seeing signs for a Bojangles. They're
0: good. They're they're biscuits, you know. And, and uh, there's arguments that can be made from some people uh, that say that Bojangles is better, and and I outright deny those and say that no, Hardy's biscuits are better than Bojangles biscuits. Um, I know somebody they'll be very angry at me for saying that, but uh-huh. you know it, it well, is what it is. Hey.
1: Um, the truth hurts sometimes. And in this case, the truth is, is that Hardee's is better.
0: Exactly. So, but Hardee's could have like the, they've got a perfect marketing point there, you know? I mean, and I'll, I'll just speak from, you know, my personal experiences, right? Like being driving around a lot, I get tired of burgers for lunch. Yeah. or chicken strips. Yeah. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Like it's all the lunch is the same no matter where you go. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool to have another lunch option that's breakfast that I don't have to go sit down at a Waffle House or sit Mm. down at Denny's or something like that. I can just drive through a drive through and say, "Hey, let me get a steak biscuit and some hash browns." There you go. Eat them in the car while I'm moving on. I think they
1: could make a killing. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So what we're saying
0: is Hardee's need you to hire me and Michael to be your co-CEOs. Yes. Yep. Um, and, and we'll make your, your restaurant great
1: again. Profitable. We'll make it profitable again. You won't have to close <laughs> right. down at, what was it, 1 o'clock that they were closing down? One or 2, something like and that. And they're just done. So they're open from like 6 to 1 every day.
0: I think it's like 5 to 1. Because I know the one here is open super early because they catch all the shipyard traffic. Yeah.
1: But, uh, so even I mean, they, they, recognize, early. they recognize that the only thing people come to them for yeah, is breakfast. their breakfast, but they stop serving it at 1030.
0: Because I have had to come through this area before early. and it's like, ah, let's stop at Hardy's and get a biscuit. And the line was backed up mm. like probably 20, 30 minutes. And I was yep. just like, mm, nah, I think I'll skip that because I don't want to wait in line that long. Yep. So, Do the right
1: thing, Hardy's Hardy's. Hire us. We will be your CEOs. We will make you money.
0: Yeah, and unlike other CEOs, we won't be being investigated by the SEC.
1: Ooh. Look at
0: that tie-in. Welcome
1: back to the Biscuits and Brawlers podcast.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, real quick before we go on, we don't have a drink today. No. We decided to kind of skip it.
1: Alcohol is expensive, y'all. We need (laughs) y'all to donate to our our non-existent Patreon. Yeah. Um, no real reason.
0: <laughs> we just didn't.
1: Um, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, we could have done a couple things. We have a couple bottles here in the in the studio that have, have been left around for a little while. But we've tried all of them on the podcast before. And we're just like, you know what? We're just going to have a drink today. We're
0: do it today. So, I did mention CEO thing. You know, we didn't yep. talk about this last, because we were, of course, off last week. Hope you enjoyed the cascaged
1: I didn't get the cascaged uh, out. I, I got busy. Uh, we are going to get that one out here soon. And uh, to our, our man Nick that reached out to us regarding the... Uh, 1990 Rumble. 1990 Rumble. We've got that one on the schedule too. We'll get that one yes. out here here soon as well.
0: Um. So, now that I look like an idiot and don't keep up with our
1: RSS feed... <laughs> um, I'll consider editing it out. We'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> so... You know, we weren't here last week, so a couple of things happened. Mm-hmm. TKO officially merger Endeavor well, TKO well, yeah.
1: TKO became a thing. Because yes. what, what Endeavour did is Endeavor bought WWE yep. and merged it with UFC to create to, TKO. Uh, yes. As a parent um, company over both of them. You know. I mean, it's all weird and
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nick Khan is the official president and head of WWE. Mm-hmm. Dana White is the official head and president of UFC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Vince McMahon is the executive uh, chairman, um, of the board. chairman of the board over TKO as a whole. So yeah. he's that next step up. Um, you know, they, they talked about some things that they're wanting to do. They're wanting to do, uh, go to cities and say, Hey, we want to get your arenas and we want to do a, like a super card type thing. You will have SmackDown on Friday. You'll have a UFC fight on Saturday, and we'll have a, a live event, a, a premium live event on Sunday. So give us a great deal because we're wanting to rent your arena for three days in a row type
1: thing. And for the staff at WWE, the, the production staff, the, the construction staff, Yeah.
0: That would be God a nightmare. Bless, God
1: bless you gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless your souls. Um,
0: Think about that. You'd have you to know. build SmackDown, destroy SmackDown. The UFC group would have to come in and build the UFC fight, destroy, destroy it, destroy it. And then you have to
1: build the, the live event, the, the pay-per-view. And well, we'll just go with pay-per-view. Like yeah. the PLE thing. I get it. I understand why they're doing that. Cause it's not a pay-per-view anymore, but it's a pay-per-view. Like yeah. that's the colloquial <laughs> term, you know, Face tissue, nose tissue. When you're you, mm-hmm. it's, everybody calls it Kleenex. Pay per view is going to become the colloquial term for these, major yeah, sure. event. The, these major events, it's a pay per view.
0: So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you've got this this crate. They're announcing that. Um, then they immedi- almost immediately announced that they came to terms with the release. To use WWE's terms, are considering these are all back office people uh, fired. Over 100 members of production,
1: back office. Back let's, office. let's just say we'll just say back yeah. office employees. Um, so the merger happened. Was it the 11th or the 12th? 12th? It was the 12th. Okay, so that was on a Tuesday. This is the official date yeah. of the merger. Thursday, we start hearing rumors they, on the dirt sheets that everybody had been told to work from home yep. on Friday Yep, so that... HR could reach out to everybody that was going to be let go. There wasn't even there was not rumors that people were going to be let go. That was yeah, a that confirmed was gonna fact. Happen. It was going to yeah. happen. Nobody knew how many people were going to be let go. Nobody knew who was going to be yeah. let go.
0: weren't sure if it was going to be talent at first. Then yeah. they said that no, this first round isn't going to be talent. Yeah. That talent releases would probably be coming
1: in the future. That was a rumor that was not confirmed by anybody right. in the company. We did know that back office was going to lose people. Yep. So when they tell you to work from home, the entire organization, mm-hmm. work from home on Friday yep. so that HR can have the privacy they need to let the people go. And I, I will give them props for at least doing that and giving the people that are that we're going to be let go mm-hmm. the dignity of not having to come into the office yeah. and face everybody and deal with that. That being said, it's still a shit move. Oh, yeah. Because you fired more than 100 people after you made a $10 billion merger. Yeah. And then you
0: fire all these people.
1: And then you fire all these and
0: people. And some of them, like one of them was a VP of marketing.
1: Yeah, like there was high-level people. Just
0: like, this wasn't just like, oh, the, the assistant to the assistant of the secretary of, you know, what flavor soft drink is in catering, you know? Yeah. We're talking like...
1: They devastated, um, one could even use the term, decimated the marketing department. Yeah. Like, they, I think they just basically said, we don't need WWE's marketing department, we're going to use UFCs. They pretty much got rid of all of them. And I think that that was a mistake. Uh, yeah. it's not um, Like, immediately what? seen as a mistake in the next week when we talk about what's happened following that.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like there is crossover between ufc fans and wwe fans mm-hmm. but i really think that they are highly overestimating that crossover oh yeah cuz like i'll be honest i've i've watched a few ufc fights but they're not like oh my god ufc uh 714s all tonight let's everybody get together and and buy the pay-per-view and watch it right
1: or right, let's go down to the sports bar and watch it. Now, I, I understand that a lot of people like UFC. And and even I can enjoy some good UFC fights. But the last time I honestly and truly cared about UFC outside of one or two people who made a splash, um Tito Ortiz was still fighting for them. Like like just to give you an idea of the timeline there. So
0: I'll <laughs> give you my timeline for UFC. I stopped caring about UFC when it was no longer, we're going to take this karate master and he's going to fight this sumo guy. <laughs> when when UFC, that MMA fighting became yep. its own style, so everybody is an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a little bit more of a lean towards jujitsu, or maybe they're a little or like a grappler, right? Or maybe they're a little more of a striker. When it got to that stuff, I I don't care. Yeah, no, like I I liked the spectacle of can the dude who's a you know seventh degree black belt in taekwondo can he take down the dude who's been re- Russian bear wrestling for his whole life? You know, yeah, that
1: yeah. was cool to me.
0: And then they stopped doing that, and I stopped caring.
1: Yeah, so. So, like, Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell, those are the people I cared about. Brock Lesnar, when he went into UFC, of course, that made a splash. I think that got all of us taking a look at it again. took a look, yeah.
0: I took a look when uh, Punk went in and laughed a lot.
1: Yeah, when Punk went in and and got beat down, what, three times, twice? Twice. Um, Conor McGregor, when he he made a splash because he was so vocal. Ronda pops some eyes. Ronda pops some eyes. We're not taking a shot at anybody that likes UFC everybody's entitled to like what they want. It does not touch us the same way that it goes at. And Hey,
0: I've got friends that are big into UFC and could care less about wrestling. The last time they watched it was when Hogan was around that. And that's fair. That's That's fair. I think they're overestimating that cross draw.
1: Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you they are. So it came out that UFC and WWE each had clauses in their contracts Mm -hmm. that while under contract for UFC, you could not work for WWE and the same goes for mm-hmm. WWE while on a contract for WWE you could not work for UFC so it's clear that they saw each other as competitors yep i don't think so I, I don't, really don't think, think they so are. like you know take a look at some of the people that have crossed over from UFC into WWE or vice versa mm-hmm. you have tito ortiz yeah. into, uh, into a into tna yeah Multiple times. Yeah. He got a pop when he appeared, and then I don't think he was ever a draw outside of that. Oh, it's Tito Ortiz. He's one of the dangerous, you know. You had Cain Velasquez.
0: Yeah, for like a cup of coffee.
1: That came in, and while he was putting the work in in AAA to become a wrestler and was looked to be pretty good from what we were seeing, he then went out and shot a guy. Yeah. So... Yeah.
0: So I mean you've got you, know, you got Ronda. You got Rhonda. You got Brock. Even though it wasn't UFC, you've got Lashley.
1: You got Lashley. Uh you get a little bit with um what's his face? Um follows Jericho around. Oh Hager. Yeah. Jake Hager. Jake Hager. I I, I could see him, but I completely yeah. blanked <laughs> on what his name was. Um got Shayna, uh, Marina Shafir.
0: The other one, Jesse Duke. Yeah, but you know, I mean, there's 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 been crossover back and forth, but with the exception, I would say, of Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, and Ronda Rousey, those three. Any of the other ones that crossed over, and and you can even throw Lashley out because he, again, he was not UFC. So
1: well, I, I will, I'm going to throw one more out there. Okay. Who I, I think we have to consider top tier. Okay. Ken Shamrock.
0: Yeah, yeah I guess
1: now, so. In, in WWE, he had a successful run. He had a successful run. He was never a
0: world champ. He, was he never... made
1: his name in UFC and he was a top guy in UFC oh, for a was. long time. So I think in we WWE, have to consider
0: though, that. In WWE, though, he was never the top guy. Mm-hmm. I think he had an intercontinental title. I think it was as high as he ever it, got. i never I'm got not a sure. world title. Um, so I wouldn't call him a top guy in WWE. Yeah, Brock, absolutely top guy. Ronda, absolutely top guy.
1: Girl. They built the women's division around Ronda for a while, but the rest of incorrectly. Them, but they did
0: the rest of them mediocre. Yeah, I, I guess is the you know that mid These, card range. So there's just not that crossover that they think there is.
1: And you look at the guys who have gone from WWE into MMA and been successful. Brock Lesnar, your. Uh, Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. they were collegiate-level wrestlers. Yeah. And high-end collegiate-level wrestlers. We're not talking like they went to the the University of, of South Biloxi, Mississippi. They right. went to, you know, what, Minnesota was where uh, Brock went to. And I, don't rem- I don't remember where Bobby went, but Bobby... Made his bones as a wrestler in the army. Yeah. As a high-level wrestler. Like, And those skills do transfer to MMA. Mm-hmm. Doing swantons off the top rope do not transfer to <laughs> MMA. <laughs> right. And this is not the 1980s or 70s where a lot of people maybe thought wrestling was real. Kayfabe is
0: dead. Except for Eddie Kingston. Well, Eddie Kingston thinks wrestling's real.
1: Yeah, and nobody's nobody's brought him in on the fact that it's it's all, you know. But Kayfabe died. Kayfabe yeah. is dead and buried. And yes, we can suspend our disbelief Right. when we're watching things happen.
0: I just see Vince sitting there, Kayfabe's dead. Nye killed it.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he killed it. I I think steroids killed it. (laughs) Steroids killed it. The internet killed it.
0: Technically, Vince killed kayfabe. Like, like if we want to get right down to it, when he had to admit during the steroid trial that wrestling is scripted, so it shouldn't matter whether the wrestlers took steroids or not because it's not a legit sports competition. That killed kayfabe. Yeah. And then when you move now into the social media sphere and internet and all that kind of stuff, that just uh, uh, obliterated kayfabe completely.
1: Yeah. And that's fine. Wrestling can be successful yeah. without kayfabe well, because I don't need my kayfabe to extend beyond the three hours of Raw.
0: Yeah. Like I'll, you always hear stories of uh, like like soap operas, right? Some of the soap opera stars have have made comments throughout the years, and soap operas are kind of dead now anyway, but they've made comments throughout the years that, you know, they'd just be walking down the street, and all of a sudden this little old lady would come up to them and start beating them with their purse. How could you do that to so-and-so? Blah, blah, blah. You know, the kayfabe world of soap operas, right? (laughs) But most shows, you know, sitcoms, movies, any of that kind of stuff, you know, Chris Pratt is not Star-Lord. I know it's a hard pill to swallow Wait, for some people, but on.
1: he's not, he, he doesn't hang out with a talking raccoon, uh, right. A, I, a, a giant tree. I know this is a shock to you, Michael, but, but no, he doesn't. What about the dinosaurs? What about the velociraptors? He he can talk to velociraptors, right? So uh, guys, we're going to have to take a quick break here
0: <laughs> while I explain to Michael what movies are now, the, uh, Wrestling should have been treated that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At least once we realized that it was fake. Now, when back in the day, kayfabe had its place. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But once we found out that, K, that, that wrestling wasn't real,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I hate saying fake or not real. Once, we found, once we
1: found out scripted, that wrestling is scripted, it's predetermined.
0: That should have been it. We should have been like, ah, man, it was a good run. We got y'all for 50-something years. Ah, and then
1: we can move on now. You will find people that were like, oh, yeah, I always I always knew wrestling wasn't real. Like I've been punched. I know what happens when you've been punched. Mm -hmm. These guys aren't getting black eyes. Exactly. You can talk about somebody being tough all you want. The skin is going to react a certain way to blunt force trauma.
0: Look at (laughs) look at Danielson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After what match was that, where he came out and his chest was just hamburger meat? Yeah, I forget what match that was. It, it was a couple which years. Which one? Ago. It was a which few one? years. One because there's there's the been one several. I'm thinking of was a few years ago, and I just don't remember which one it was. Or look at look at uh Dragunov and Gunther after their yeah. match. Right, that's what getting hit looks like. Yeah, and then you see, as much as I love him, you see like Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. and those with the the slaps and chops. And they do that so much and nothing really. Yeah. I'm sure it hurt. I'm sure it stings.
1: And sure, you build up some calluses, so it's not going to be as bad. But if you get punched in the face the way that WWE stars would would punch somebody in the face. Big Show with his. Forearm shivs. Yeah. Like these would leave black eyes. They would leave bruises. And they don't. So people were always aware of. All right. Something's not right. Something's going hinky here, but it's fun. We're enjoying yeah. it. So, and that's what d- wrestling should be is we recognize that it's predetermined. We recognize that it is a show that we also recognize that these performers are putting their bodies on the line for us. Look at what happened to Big E last year. Yeah. Uh, so you look at any of these guys that have been injured.
0: To, to tie this, this tangent that we went on back <laughs> into our main topic. Um. Now look at UFC.
1: Yeah. UFC's real. UFC's real. You see them at the end of the show. Like, yeah. when they are announcing the winner, one guy's eye is swollen shut half the time.
0: Yeah. So, again, it, it talks about that. I don't think there's as much crossover mm-hmm. as they think there is.
1: I, I don't I think, think this is going to work. 20 years ago, when UFC really blew up, mm-hmm. there was a lot of crossover. Yeah. Because it was a new thing on the block. Everybody sure. was checking it out. And... Wrestling, I'm sure, lost mm-hmm. some viewers because they're like, "Oh, I'd rather go watch this." But and, but now now it's just not there. It, it's you know, it's it's boxing to wrestling. Yeah,
0: I just I just don't see this merger lasting very long. So, with that said, we get the so we you, get the back off. Hold on, hold
1: on. Uh, you you, you want to say you don't see this merger lasting very long? What does Endeavor do? Does TKO sell off? I see them sell off WWE, WWE. Interesting. Okay.
0: After a few, I mean, I'm not, when I say very long, I'm I'm talking like maybe five or so years. It would not surprise me if before 2030, we see Endeavor selling WWE to a Disney, an Amazon, something like that, as a full property. As opposed to just like TV rights or something like that.
1: Interesting. Um, okay, I could, that's I could. See I hadn't happen. gotten there. I hadn't thought of that yet. But now that you mention They'll, it, yeah, that's kind of interesting. It'll
0: build more market value. They'll sell it for more than they acquired it for, and move on. Because by then, I feel like Vince will be completely out of everything. If he's not out of it within the next couple of months, to be honest, yeah. Because uh, that was one thing. I, I another. Yeah. Thing well, and to we'll we'll get on, there, right?
1: but we we did like you said, we had the announcement. Of the merger, the official merger. They let hundred people go. Yep. Vince is now the chairman of the board for TKO. For mate, for, for who knows how long, really, because
0: after this happens, right? Mm-hmm. People start digging around and they find out that Vince's shares in Endeavor TKO are all marked as sellable. Yep. None of the other major players in this company have their shares marked as sellable. So that's kind of like a weird, huh, do some more digging, find out, oh, it's because of this, all the SEC stuff that's against Vince right now. Mm-hmm. If he's found guilty for any of these failings, legally, he will no longer be allowed to be in any executive position in a publicly traded company. He won't be able to be the chairman of the board. He won't be able to be a president, CEO, any of that kind of stuff. So if the SEC finds out anything, bro's gone. Yeah. And his shares are marked as sellable just to kind of prevent any kind of having to file paperwork and having to do this and that and the other so that they can be recovered Yeah, uh, in case all this happens. Because usually they
1: don't do that kind of stuff. So, when we discover this, the thought crosses my mind, did Vince know something was happening? Of course he did. did. did and Vince, Endeavor
0: did, and TK, well, did, yeah. like, everybody knew something was happening. But That's why Vince,
1: all of this is in place the way it is. But did Vince, last year after he stepped down, did he get word that the SEC was it, seriously investigating him? Did he then decide, okay, I have a year before they build their be, investigation do I, let me take over WWE, let me get it sold so I can get top yep. dollar for what I have. I would be
0: shocked if he didn't. Yeah. No. His lawyers, his people were like, Vince, you got like nine, ten months tops to make a deal happen before shit hits the fan. Uh, so you does the do SEC
1: this. file charges before the end of the year? Mm
0: maybe but i'm thinking probably early next year okay just
1: holiday we're already in the we're about to be in the fourth quarter anyway see um, if if i'm i'm petty yeah i mean i would file I, it now but if i was the sec i would have filed it the day before tko the goes uh you know tko becomes a thing just destroy their their yeah, share destroy prices all of it yeah and just be like ha. Hey, hey. but so that's because so I'm petty. we've got that
0: going on, right? We've, we've got this with Vince has happened. We've got the cuts. We're all sitting here. We're talking about the fact that, yeah, there's probably going to be some wrestler releases. We'll see what happens. figure they might give it some time.
1: And there really hasn't been a large-scale wrestler release this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't. Was there even one in 2022? There yeah. Was a major one.
1: Yeah, I can't remember who all it was. But, you know, they always go through yeah, and, and release people. So we figured, um, hey,
0: they'll give them a few weeks. Yeah, let, let the let the, the storm calm down a little bit,
1: and then they'll announce some people to go. Then um, they announce the TV deal, and I, I think it's important. Was, I think it's important that we talk about this. They announced the TV deal that on was Thursday. On Thursday. So they announced the TV deal. So last Friday they announced all the firings. Mm-hmm. We get into this this week. We get to Thursday. They announce the TV deal. SmackDown. Is coming to coming back to USA. Yep. In October twenty twenty four, SmackDown will return to USA. At this time, it appears that Raw and NXT are leaving USA. Right. So we get that announcement on Thursday, and then we get to what you were about to talk about.
0: So same day on Thursday. So we announced this major deal. This huge deal of multi million dollar. Back. Uh, all that kind of fun stuff. And then we start seeing, well, it all kicks off because Mustafa Ali tweets, I am no longer with WWE. Like early in the morning on Thursday. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he either finally got his release that he was asking for. Cause he's been asking for his release for a while. Um, Either finally got his release or, or something else has come up or, or something like that. No, no, he was just the first one that got on Twitter after getting their, their walking papers.
1: Mm-hmm. He beat WWE by, to yeah. the punch. Now, what's interesting is he was the he number was, one contender yeah, for. He, he
0: was supposed to wrestle Dom at, uh, what was that Payback, I think?
1: Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever, the, next,
0: whatever, whatever, whatever the, the next PLE is. Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to wrestle Dominic there for the North American title. Uh, and nobody told creative that he was being released, but he wasn't the first one. Then we got our list.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you pull it up? I saw I'm you fixing to.
0: Let me, let me get this
1: list pulled up here because uh, WWE releases. Now, while he's pulling that up, we're going to talk about another announcement that happened this week. And the that is Mandy Rose has moved from whatever off brand OnlyFans yeah, that she was on,
0: fan site or something, to
1: OnlyFans. So she started her own OnlyFans now. So
0: so here is our list: Mustafa Ali, Rick
1: Boogs. I
0: felt I had to do that one last yeah, time for no, me.
1: One, one more time for the man,
0: Aaliyah, Elias. Thankfully, his brother Zeke is not on this list. Good, good to know. Riddick Moss. Top Dalla. Shanti the Adonis and Bfab were both kept. Mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin. Emma. Dolph Ziegler. 19 years, almost 20 with yep. the company. Daba Kato. Our Baba Tunde. Our General uh, Commander Aziz. Whichever one of those you want to go with. Dana Brooke. Mansoor.
1: Mace. Sir. Sir. Mace. Say their names correctly. And Mansois and Mace. <laughs> Quincy
0: Elliott, who was a NXT star who, but for all intents and purposes, I've heard everybody wanted him gone ages mm. ago. Shanky. Uh, Yulisa Leon, NXT star. Kevin Ventura-Cortez. Uh, Ikemon Giro, Brooklyn Barlow. Bryson Montana. So, those last few were all were NXT, are pre-development NXT. Yeah. So, out of this list, Mustafa Ali kind of shocks me because he had the the show going on. Mm, and uh, he was being... The number one contender being um, used on NXT.
1: Being used on NXT, uh, Apollo.
0: Apollo was not on the list.
1: So I thought he was on. I thought I saw he a, was released.
0: Apparently, somebody said that Apollo Crews was released. He was not. And, and I had put that he was released in our chat. Okay, because Uh, I could have sworn that I saw that. It wasn't him that was released, though. It was uh, Aziz. Okay. And they had mentioned, the the mistake was they mentioned in with that that was there. Um, Ziggler, they haven't really done anything with him recently. Yeah. But the man's been around for 19 years, and he has been heavily involved in backstage. Yeah. So that one does shock me a little bit. Emma,
1: Z- Ziegler shocks me. Mustafa Ali shocks me just because of his yeah. current storyline. Other than that. None of
0: the other ones really shocked me. Yeah, we uh, haven't seen a lot from these really guys. I'm concerned. The, the whole Emma thing, she came back. She wrestled like two or three matches and then was never seen from again. Mm-hmm. So, Tennille Dashwood's about to show back up uh, wherever.
1: Probably um, in uh Impact.
0: Because she, she made a name for herself there. So, I could see her popping up there. Um, Out of all of these listed, I would love to see Dolph go to AEW. Yeah. His brother's there. That's another relatively well-known name that they could grab. Mm -hmm. Not saying that he could
1: replace Punk, but he could fit that role. He could could fill in. He's not going to step into Punk's shoes. Let's face it love him hate him CM Punk is CM Punk. Yeah. So and so
0: Dolph's not going to take his his role or his spot, but he could take his role.
1: Yeah. And I would love to see him show up over there just to add one more veteran in professional wrestler in the back to help guide some of these young yeah. talent. I'm not saying say no, it's dumb if you want to use real glass. Right. It is dumb if you want to use real glass Jack, but That's I'm beside saying the point. But it just that other person who's been there, he's been to the show, he's been to the top, mm-hmm. and he can help guide these guys on, okay, these are the things you need to do exactly. to be successful in this industry. And even if you do not become the guy, right. any time that they seriously needed somebody, they could have moved, and we we were talking about this the other night, mm-hmm. you need a strong mid-card so that when your top card goes down, and we'll talk yep. about why we were talking about this. Yeah. But when your top card goes down due to injury, due to just needing a vacation, whatever it is, you can slide one of these top mid-card talent in there. Yeah, they can seamlessly and take over. Dolph Ziggler could do that.
0: Yeah. Um, the rest of this list, I don't want to see in AEW.
1: Yeah, I have no desire to see most of these guys. Mustafa Ali like could, Mustafa. Be fun he in, could be in fun in AEW, but, but I don't see long-term. Be,
0: he would be completely misused, just mm-hmm. like he was in WWE. Um. I would love to say I'd like to see Tennille Dashwood, Emma, or Dana Brooke in AEW. But with the absolute shit show that their women's division is, I don't want to see them. I don't want to wish that on them. Yeah. Uh, Like, the only thing in their women's division right now is Chris Statlander is awesome. Julia, I love Julia Hart.
1: Mm. And uh, uh, Tony Storm. There's there's some story there with Tennille Dashwood and Soraya that they could go for. Mm-hmm. Because those two kind of, they actually are the ones who started the women's revolution. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give it to anybody else. I'm not yeah. going to give it to the Bella Twins. I'm not going to no. give it to AJ Lee. Really, the matches that Soraya and Tennille were putting on together mm-hmm. is what really started spinning up the yeah. women's division and the the give them a chance stuff.
0: The rest of them if they went to AEW they would be misused. Yeah. Um they could go to TNA. Some of them might fit into TNA okay. Matt Cardona made a comment on Twitter uh cuz I refuse to call it X that uh to all the people that were released, you know, you're now standing at a crossroads. You can either retire and say, well, you 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 went to the WWE, and and that's it. Your career is over, or you can dig down, you can drive yourself, and you can make a lot of money, mm-hmm. just doing independence.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would argue that Matt Cardona has raised his platform, his profile, oh, absolutely. and. He's worth more now than he was when he was wrestling for WWE oh, for however absolutely. long, absolutely. you know, the 15, 20 years he was with WWE I don't doing nothing. That long, I, I'm just I was throwing a number out there. Yeah. But I, oh, I would oh, yeah. say it was fifteen Matt years. Matt Cardona probably.
0: is worth way more than Zack Ryder ever was. Yeah, period. Um, so yeah, there, there's options out there for him for sure. Sucks. Like we we Some hate these, to
1: see people lose their job. We we hate to see that happen. You know, I
0: hate to see like Mustafa Ali, Dolph, Dana, Emma, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that were already like the ones that you have name recognition for. I hate to see them because they were they were building something. They were doing something before they got completely derailed, de-pushed, you know, now, that kind of stuff.
1: On Friday we got news of one more firing.
0: Yes, we did, but I'm getting there.
1: Okay, okay. I, I want to make sure we bring that up. The rest
0: of these guys, and and girls for that matter, they were either, like, NXT dark matches. Mm-hmm. So they weren't even really on NXT. Or they were barely on NXT.
1: Yeah. So... And a lot of these guys, it, there was somebody, I don't remember who the interview came through. I think it was Sean Ross Sapp was talking about it. But uh, they were, they got... These are the guys that they're trying to cut $50 to to $100 million in, in expenses. Yep. And these were people that had main roster contracts. A lot of them. not You know, the NXT guys know. Yep. But a lot of these guys had main roster contracts. And they weren't seen as people who were going to be coming back to the main roster. Yep. Uh, Dolph is probably going to be an exception to that, just because you you put Dolph in wherever you can. But again, with Dolph, they haven't done anything with him really for haven't. you know a, over a year now. The last big thing he did was with Mandy and Otis. Was that the last thing? I mean, okay, yeah, that was that the last was the thing. last big thing he did. But he had you know he was part of the the Dirty Dogs with Bobby Roode. Yeah, who's and Bobby Roode is out injured. Probably, Probably never, never wrestling, wrestling again. again, uh, you know, not only just due to the injury, but also due to age. Bobby's yeah. in his mid 40s, Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can see them just looking and saying, okay, well, we're not, we, it doesn't make sense from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense to be paying these guys. 150 200,000 for, for Dolph, probably closer to 500,000, I would guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, a, a year for them to just sit at home, for them to sit at home, or them to just come and eat our food and catering yep. while we're putting the show on.
0: So, you, you talk about
1: Friday. well, hang on, you, you talk about uh Mansoor. Mm-hmm. I he surprised me so, simply because of his Saudi connection. Well,
0: here, here, Mansour. Uh, Mansoor, uh Monsoi.
1: And <laughs> um
0: he said on a podcast.
1: I think it was just a live stream between live him stream and and uh, him and, uh, and, and, uh, uh Mace
0: uh, Mace that were doing a live stream. Um the reason he was let go and the reason he hasn't been on TV and all of this was because due to the deal with Saudi Arabia that WWE put together he was not allowed to lose mm-hmm. because he's Saudi. So, since he's not allowed to lose and they had no intentions of pushing him anywhere, they just didn't use him. Yep. So, there you go on that one. Yeah. So, that's like, that's on our list on Thursday. And we're like, wow, that's a pretty big list, you know, but there really weren't any names that just jumped out as, oh my God, like, like a couple of years ago, when Braun Strowman got released, and we were yeah. just like, "What the hell, right?"
1: Braun, you had uh, that was in the same Bray was Bray was released. in the
0: same bucket, you know, all that kind of and stuff. It's like,
1: hold on, these guys, both of those guys were just competing for the title, right? Like Braun was the title holder when he was released, I think, or it could have gone mm-hmm. back. No, it was it was Bray. Bray yeah. was holding the title, but he'd beat Braun for it, yeah. and they were still feuding over it. So
0: so. You have that going on, right? So then Friday,
1: they released one other name. This one is very surprising.
0: Matt Riddle was released. That one was one that kind of surprised me. Now, Mm -hmm. Riddle's had a little bit of a run-in over the past couple of weeks. He apparently got very rowdy on a plane. Um where he had to be restrained. Mm-hmm. And then after being restrained, he started claiming that he was sexually harassed by the TSA agents, all this kind of stuff, whether he was or wasn't, I'm not going to speak on that one too much. Uh, we don't, um, have, enough we don't have enough information one way or form. the other
1: to, to make a, a decision. What here. I
0: will say is that WWE, I can almost guarantee looked at this and went, wow, another one. Yeah, and said this just isn't worth it.
1: It's not worth it, and clipped him. Now, there's also been some rumor that because Dana White doesn't yeah. get along with Matt Riddle, those two do that, not like each other. That had something to do with it, and I, I don't think it did because I don't. Think WWE so. and UFC are still going to be operating as separate, separate entities. Yeah, you know, so I don't think that had anything to do with it. The, we're going to see some synergies between the two of them. I imagine we'll to, see to use those corporate words. Yeah. Uh, we'll see we'll see more of on a UFC. Oh, look out in the audience.
0: There's Roman Reigns, the WWE yeah. champion. Huh, As, prominently belt displayed, you know. You know, he's going to be wrestling get, next week on uh, you know, Survivor Series. Well,
1: especially if we get these uh these mega shows that they're talking about. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, you'll see stuff. Then like that
1: you sure. are going to see that. You're going to see your top guys for UFC, whatever UFC fight night that they have yeah. on Saturday.
0: Front row. They're going to be front row yeah. center Smackdown, rather. on
1: SmackDown, you know, maybe separated by Dana White yeah. or, you know. So,
0: yeah, we're going to see that kind of stuff. But, yeah, Matt Riddle shocked me as being one. He was just recently, well, I say recently, early part of the year, res- uh, tangling with Roman Reigns in the bloodline.
1: Well, I mean, he just came back early part of this year. He'd been yeah. gone for a little while.
0: Had RKO going mm-hmm. on, you know, RK-Bro going on, you know, so that one did shock me a little bit that he was released, but I understand why.
1: So now the the rumor that is going around out there is you've got Randy Orton who's finally like, okay, I'm going to come back, and I'm not being held down by any bro. Uh,
0: I don't even want to entertain this. <laughs> nope. nope. We're moving on. <laughs> That was the when when I saw that on Reddit. That was the dumbest thing I think I ever read in my entire life. So so I just I feel <laughs> I feel stupider knowing that that is in existence.
1: The the CM Punk fanboys yeah really bought in and they're like it's gonna be Randy Orton teaming with CM Punk and yeah. no no Orton's
0: gonna come out and say you know I've been stuck with all these scrubs blah 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 here's my you know. We're going to be the top, and and Punk's going to come out. No, that's no. not happening. No. <laughs> WWE, and again, never say never, right? But WWE has already, in the nicest possible way, said <laughs> no to having Punk come back. Yeah. Um. Now, I do want to talk about Dynamite. Of at course. At least, right? This we week was Grand Slam. Grand Slam has always, with AEW, been for the two years they've done it at least, been a pretty major show. A couple years ago we had uh we had uh uh, Cole and Brian Danielson appear. That's where they made their debut same night type thing. Yeah. There were a lot of people making speculations that on this Grand Slams that Mercedes Monet would make her appearance or Edge would show up. I think Edge is still under contract until at least the end of the month, if not yeah, a little my, longer. My
1: understanding is the end of September is where his contract is So that one through. was
0: never going to happen. It would have been cool if it would have, but it was never going to happen. But some big things happened Wednesday night. So The first one was we kicked off with Eddie Kingston versus Claudio are the RO for uh, title versus title, basically. Because, you know, Eddie, Kingden, Eddie Kingston is the never open strong possible-maybe-weight champion in IWGP, uh, or in, in New Japan. And the, this belt never-should-have-been-a-thing champion. Right. <laughs> and, of course, Claudio is the ROH world champion. Mm. Eddie Kingston wins. First, he gets the ROH world title, his first-ever world title. Uh, they shake hands in the middle of the ring. And afterwards, Eddie does cut a promo saying he still doesn't like Claudio, mm-hmm. but he respects him. Cool. So that yeah. one was that one was pretty neat. Uh Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara is what it is. Uh Guevara turned on Jericho, which they did a callback to when Jericho turned on Shawn Michaels. They did kind of the same ending. Jericho wins. Here in the past, Michaels won. They shake hands. The the semi semi you know high points at him. You win, and then Dick Kick City, and he joins uh, Don, Callis. Don Callis and the family. Interesting, Ugh. right? Then we got Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley for the international title. Moxley's had this belt for 17 days. 17.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not quite 3 weeks. Yeah.
1: Versus Ray Phoenix. AEW's not known for hot-shotting titles around. AEW's not known for hot-shotting titles.
0: There's no way Ray Phoenix is beating John Moxley.
1: No, it's just not. John Moxley is one of the top names in the company. Mm-hmm. He's a bolting time World champion, yeah, two-time world champion. Uh, Ray Phoenix beat John Moxley to become the new
0: international champion. Wait, what? So apparently, what happens in the brawl before before the match kicks off? Mm-hmm. Right, there was some. We thought maybe it was at a different spot, but it it, it apparently happened before the bell rang. Moxley gets injured, legit. Yeah, uh, light concussion uh, is what is being called here. Phoenix hits Moxley with a his pile driver. Mm-hmm. Goes for the pin. Moxley's laying flat on his back. Not moving. Not moving. One, two. Moxley does not kick out. Moxley doesn't kick out, but Rick Knox stops counting. counting. You can see Moxley move his mouth. Phoenix picks him up, hits him with another pile driver. One, two, three. Phoenix rolls off of Moxley and has a legit what the hell just happened face. Immedi- this was not a I'm an actor, look at me, act at being shocked no. of beating John Moxley. This is a what the shit happened? Did I just knock did I just kill yeah. John Moxley?
1: Yeah. Immediately you see the doctor in the ring with yep. Mox. Doctor and-, and a security hit the ring. Yeah.
0: Knox gives uh, Phoenix, the belt. Phoenix kind of celebrates in a corner now, where the camera now, is not what showing they the do, ring.
1: What they do is they cut the camera to face the those big screens in the center yeah. of the stadiums. They're looking at that, and whatever camera they have on the ring is just cut right below Phoenix's yes. chest line so that you cannot, you cannot see,
0: see the ring,
1: The ring. what's going on. Phoenix celebrates for a couple minutes, rolls out the ring, leaves. Yeah. Then they immediately cut
0: to a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the commercial, Moxley gets up. He walks off on his own power. So, you know, at first, when we when it hit, the first thing we said was some kind of miscommunication happened here that yeah. looked terrible. Like, we were bagging on it pretty hard here. Yeah. And then Phoenix hits it again, and they do the one, two, three, and then we were like, oh. Something's wrong. Something's wrong, and, and which led us to think that maybe something happened during that first pile driver. Mm-hmm. Because that's not where the kick out was, spo- there was supposed to be a kick out there. That, yeah. that wasn't supposed to be the pin. Um, and so then they do it again and they hit the pin. We were like, okay, something happened with mock, Something's not right.
1: Yeah. And, and here's the thing, guys. If you are considering being a professional uh, wrestling referee, Always, always, always count the three. Count the three. It is up to the professional wrestler. It is their job to get their shoulder off of the ground. Or at least give you some movement so you can if say that something. the shoulder was off the ground. Right. Moxley didn't move. Moxley did not move. There he was no movement flat. whatsoever. On He was flat on his back.
0: So... It, you know, it's the call like we've called back to this one several times with the Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. last man standing, all that kind of stuff, where the referee gets to like seven. They I think couldn't he get, get to hand- like nine and stop. I thought it was like seven or eight, somewhere in there. He, they couldn't get the handcuffs undone for Roman, and the referee just stops freaking counting. Yeah. And a last man standing match where nothing is supposed to stop the count unless you're, you know, get to your feet. He just stops counting completely, and it ruined that match
1: Mm. completely. It it really did. It it, it ruined that match. It messed with Roman's reign for us because it just was another notch of Roman not being able to get it done.
0: Here, the referee should have hit the three, even Mm. if it wasn't where it was supposed to be. You hit the three, Phoenix gets the belt, and if you absolutely did not want Mox to not have the belt there, then on Rampage... Moxley demands a rematch, gets it, runs through Phoenix. Yeah. Gets the belt back. Big deal. Yeah. You know, I don't like that, but at the same token, it certainly is better than a referee just stopping the count. Unless you want to tell a referee (laughs) Rick Knox is now part of
1: uh, the BCC or something, (laughs) you know. Which sure, like, if it's part of a storyline, it's one thing. Yeah, but this
0: was when NWO had uh, its—I forget his name—but they had their own crooked ref. Yeah. Okay.
1: It. It was obvious that something was wrong here because both Phoenix looked over at Knox like, "Dude, what?" Yeah. And so, at some point, Mox told Phoenix,
0: "I'm hurt. I can't keep going." Yeah.
1: Let's take it home. Yeah. Take it home. Drop me with a pile driver, which I think is is Phoenix's finisher. Mm-hmm. Let's go home. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, buddy. You're the, You're the, the international champion. champion. But that didn't get communicated to Rick Knox. Yeah. Which is why Or
0: it didn't get communicated to Knox until Mox was laying on his back mm-hmm. with Phoenix pinning him. And that's where Mox told Knox. <laughs> he needs. We're gonna redo this. Yeah, and pin me. I can't go on.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious what happened. Yeah. But it wasn't told to Knox before that first pile driver. Yeah. And that is why, as a referee, you've got to go through the count.
0: Yeah, you got to do the count. Otherwise, it makes it look not great.
1: Yeah. It, it's your role to help. Make this go. And when you don't, it looks bad. There's some other stuff that happened Wednesday night.
0: <laughs> yeah, the other thing the, the only other thing that I want to mention on Wednesday night was MJF wins. Mm. He 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 vowed to choke out Samoa Joe and he does. Uh he uses the the tie for one of the turnbuckle pads, wraps it around Joe's neck, then wraps his arm around Joe's neck and chokes him out. Cole comes down afterwards. Cole comes down in the match, middle of the match. Yeah, in the match to celebrate. And he jumps off the grand, the the, the ramp because with Grand Slam, they had the ramp all the way down to the ring, uh, an elevated ramp. Mm-hmm. He jumps off and either tweaked his knee or his ankle because he is hobbling. He got taken to the hospital afterwards and left the hospital on crutches. Yep. So... Cole is now injured. Whether it's a you know, hey, you really sprained your ankle. Go home, put some ice on it, keep it elevated. You'll be fine by Wednesday. Yeah. Or if it's more than that, hasn't been released yet. Um, but yeah, when when that happened, my the first thought that went through my brain was when Randy tore his shoulder, slapping yeah. the mat before an RKO. You know, or the Vince McMahon blowing out both quads, walking to the ring,
1: or yeah. even Shane blowing out a quad doing a leapfrog. Yeah, and then you you have also in that match because you you have Cole come down. He's trying to get Max back up and running, mm-hmm. and, and you know, give Max some momentum. At then you have Samoa Joe, I think, charging a corner, mm-hmm. and the ref. Diving out of the ring, yeah, and he and he, he blew himself. his knee out or something because you could see the doctors run over check on him yeah. while he's out of the ring. The the guys in the ring get everything back and going, mm-hmm. and, and he gets in long enough to. And this is another thing that annoyed me when Joe had um, had Max mm-hmm. just in the choke in the coquina clutch and choking him out. They did the raise the arm once, yeah. drop. Raise the arm twice, drop. This is when Cole comes the, out, yeah, and Cole's yeah. banging, and hey, come like on, come and Max on. Max hulks up. And, and Max hulks up. When the ref slid back in the ring, to and call Joe. Joe is being choked out, he checks Joe, and then calls for the bell. Yeah. No they can't even be it. consistent across a single match. Yeah.
0: Like I miss the days of the the arm drop. Yeah. I always thought cuz as a kid like when that three when they the arm started to fall and then they got the you know the shake and the you know you knew that was when oh the face is coming back it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know.
1: And and they overdid it in the early 2000s for sure. They they overdid it but I always like that because it's it's matching the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It is essentially the ref pulling the tap out. Because it's 1 2 Three right or no? I'm no, back. I'm, gonna... I'm here. The the
0: other thing I did want to mention we kind of glazed over it there. So Soraya versus Tony Storm. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed that match. Tony, one of Tony's best matches in AEW. Yeah. Um. I am. I am loving her new character, the the deranged Hollywood starlet. <laughs> basically, uh, chin fan... up, tits out. Watch, watch out for the... for the shoe. Fantastic character. Um. You know, she grabs Soraya in the middle of the ring, kisses her, and then hits her with Storm Zero. Doesn't get the two or gets a two count. Yeah. She then drags Soraya over and puts her in the corner where she'd exposed the bottom turnbuckle before. Leans Soraya's head against the exposed turnbuckle, goes to the other side, because, you know, she's got her hip attack that she does, and she screams across the ring, I love you! And then charges her ruby pull- Saraya out of the way and then you end up with Saraya winning. Yeah. But I thought the match was fantastic. I thought it was yeah. a really good match. I love this character that Tony's playing. Um
1: it's so yeah. it's a character, whereas what she was yeah, doing before was really not wasn't. a character. So it's really great to see her getting back into a character role and having fun. Yep. So
0: um let's see. Oh, on collision, I guess we can mention Christian Cage is officially the TNT champion now. Mm -hmm. There was a, on Dynamite, they set up a a triple threat. It was going to be Christian Cage versus Luchasaurus versus Darby. You know where that one's going. End of the match sees Darby Allen hit Luchasaurus with a coffin drop. Christian throws Darby out of the ring, pins Luchasaurus. So he pins Luchasaurus to win. Yeah. Uh yeah, it it was it was serviceable. I think this is where they're gonna start breaking Christian and Luchasaurus up because Luchasaurus has the belt in his hand and they say on commentary it's the first time he's held the title <laughs> and he's been the champ for several months. Uh Christian comes up to yank the title out of his hand and he doesn't let go of it. So they started teasing a little bit of the tension there and then afterwards they teased a little more. Yeah. We'll see where it goes.
1: We'll see what happens. Um LA Knight was supposed to be involved in the SmackDown Main event main, main event. event main, yeah, the main segment, uh, which was a beatdown of AJ Styles. It was a beatdown of John Cena. Oh, it was beat down John Cena. AJ
0: Styles he- AJ Styles got the crap beat out of him backstage. Okay. Um by Jimmy and Solo. And then when he was thrown in the the ambulance to take away Mia Yim and uh, Carl Anderson, Mia Yim hops in the van in the ambulance, and Anderson tells Cena, I told him he should have kept his nose out of this bloodline business. Uh, Gallows is injured, That's why he gallos Gallows. Around.
1: Gallows is having his knee scoped, surgery, yeah. Uh, whether or not, and he's out for six weeks, I think is what they said. Yep. The, the issue is, is they don't know if it's six weeks from today, right, or six weeks from when he, when he gets went surgery. out, right. which was October his last match was August 20th. Yep. So. Uh, or is it six weeks from whenever he has the surgery? So I will say, the know.
0: the OC are the worst friends in yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah. Um, so AJ gets beat down backstage. They're supposed to be, it's going to open up John Cena to have a, a special partner because the, the, the PLE coming up, it's going to be Cena. It was supposed to be Cena and AJ versus the bloodline. Um, well, Ellie Knight was supposed L- to come out yeah. during the main event segment.
1: Yeah, he was supposed to come out during the main event segment, but he had Bro to. Broke out the corona. He got diagnosed with corona, so uh, you know, man, put the beer down and and yeah. come into work. So <laughs> no, uh, that that was a joke. Yeah, uh, hope he, yeah hope he recovers well because the last professional wrestler we know that had corona did not.
0: Right. But they so. they also had a pre-existing heart condition, so yeah. there is that. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: but you know, we hope LA Knight recovers well. I know you've mentioned that you're unsure if his push is going to continue. Yeah, since he I got don't sick.
0: know. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like, I hope they do. I, I think LA Knight's great. I
1: but think I think his push is safe. He's gonna, when he comes back, he's going to get the crowd reaction that he's been getting. Sure. This was a unfortunate timing.
0: The, the, the question, here's here's where I'm going to up in the air a little bit, right? If it's supposed to be LA night with Cena, mm-hmm. the pay-per-view is Sunday, I believe. It's either this Sunday or next Sunday. I hope he's better in enough time to be part of that. Yeah. We've got one more SmackDown, but to, I think we've got one more SmackDown. We may have two more SmackDowns. So hopefully he's better enough. He can come out on SmackDown. He can join Cena. Hooray, we can have that match. If we don't, then my guess is they're probably going to go ahead and pull the trigger on who Jimmy Uso got traded, or who Jey Uso got traded for. Yeah. And Cena's going to come out to the ring, and he's going to talk about, you know, how him and AJ were supposed to take out the bloodline. But, you know, after their dastardly attacks, uh, you know, he's asked several people, and nobody wants to get involved with the bloodline. So, you know, I had to call in a few favors. Kind of the same... Reverse
1: Cody's promo. And reverse Cody's promo.
0: I had to call in a few favors. I had to put in some chips, uh, but I think I found somebody who has just as much problems with them, uh, you know, as as I do. And then there's more than one royal family in wrestling.
1: And Adrenaline in know, my soul. Don't oh look now, God, it's, it's Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> you know,
0: so here comes Cody out, and Cody's going to join Cena yeah. versus Jimmy and Solo. That could be their jumping off point, right? Solo and Jimmy Roman comes in. He interferes, costs Cena and Cody the match. Cena Cody then has takes umbrage with Roman. Blah blah blah. They've already kind of hinted and announced, hinted and talked about Rock Roman at WrestleMania forty.
1: Which honestly, that would actually be better than uh, Cody coming out as if we got Cena and The Rock teaming up against right the Bloodline, and and it's so, kind of there, like it's already kind of established that they could do that. I feel
0: like what we could do then is we can build from now until Rumble.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't even Cody. mention that The Rock came back
0: last yeah, Saturday. Yeah, The Rock came back. <laughs> uh, so we build till the Rumble. I think we have Cody versus Roman at Rumble. Cody wins. Gets the belt off of Roman at Rumble, and then the Rumble to Mania build is Roman and The Rock. Yeah. Cody can go do Cody things with the title, and we can focus our our WrestleMania story on Roman versus Rock. Generation versus generation. Who's the real head of the table? And we don't have the title. It's The Rock. It's The Rock. And we don't have the title tied up in that. Yeah. Because then either A, Roman wins and beats The Rock and keeps the title, or The Rock wins, and the only reason The Rock's back right now is because of the the writer and actor strike.
1: Yeah. So yeah. then we
0: put the belt on The Rock, and he goes off back to Hollywood.
1: Hopefully if, if WWE's plan is for us to get Roman rock at WrestleMania, they need to lock him into that contract now Now, (laughs) while he is out, you know, why he cannot act, why he can't do anything. So we don't need to start
0: building. And then him to be like, Oh, look guys, I got a, I got a million dollar, a several million dollar uh, role. Now, uh, hate to
1: do this to you, but bye. And and you know, so they need to have him locked down under contract because the movie studios do not want The Rock, John Cena, Dave mm-hmm. Batista. They don't want these guys wrestling because potential well, injury, potential injury. It happened with The Rock. Yeah. And this is and, and, and this yeah. is why this has become a thing, because The Rock was splitting his time. And then he got injured, and it was a a torn pec, or uh, I don't remember exactly, but it was something like that. And it postponed filming. It postponed filming, and it cost them, it cost the insurance companies millions of dollars. Yep. And so now, on all of their riders, you're not allowed to participate in WWE events. Yeah. But if they're under contract, then the writer would have to be, if the the movie studio wants The Rock to come in and, and play whatever role... Then the insurance writer's gonna say, Well, he's already under contract for this, so yep. after this date, no more professional right. wrestling. So Or they just don't underwrite them until after the show. Right. So yeah. you think of anything else we missed? Uh just to circle back and actually emphasize that The Rock made a surprise appearance on SmackDown last week (laughs) uh, because we're just like, oh, yeah, The Rock's back. (laughs)
0: Promo with uh, Pat McAfee, McAfee and Austin Theory and
1: laid out Austin Theory. Uh, But yeah, The the Rock made a surprise appearance again. That's due to the writers uh, strike currently ongoing in. In Hollywood, is it also actors? Are the actors striking? It's
0: actors and writers. Yeah,
1: I couldn't remember if the actors were still striking or not. But so
0: I think, I think both of them are still striking.
1: Um, the writers definitely are. The actors were and I think still are as well because they're all trying to get some assurances against uh, AI. Yep. Because um,
0: uh, I know that's the big reason the actors were on strike was they didn't want their likenesses to be recreated using AI or having ai be used instead of an actor. Yeah. In films for certain pieces and and that's also a major it was also a major thing with the writers talking mm-hmm. about they didn't want to be replaced with ai which there was a ruling I think it was out of California that ai generated works cannot be copyrighted.
1: Yeah, and this is a federal court ruling yeah, because this would have been a copyright ruling. case. Copyright yeah, yeah, is, is controlled federal. by federal courts. And um, so, yeah, AI-generated work is not copyrightable.
0: Art, uh, whether it's art, whether it's a script, whether it's a book, whether it's music, you cannot trademark or copyright it. It is... if if I want if, if I saw it and I was like, that's cool, I want to use that on a shirt, I can, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, so... Anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. So I'd like to thank McNarb Gaming for Absolutely. allowing us to, uh, once again, use the the recording space. Uh, thanks, Greg. Thanks, Cameron. Mm-hmm. If you guys need anything nerdy related, uh, you know, DD books, dice, uh, magic cards, Pokemon cards, any of that kind of fun stuff, please come up here and see them. Yep. Come grab some stuff. Uh, pick up something new. They've got a huge wall of board games as well. So
1: I was looking the other night. There were several board games that I hadn't seen previously on the wall before, so I was picking them up and giving them a look. So. Look, the
0: other night, we normally do, you know, Wednesdays are normally, we come in here and watch wrestling, but Wednesdays are also D&D night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have Thursday night, which is board game night. It's also miniatures night from time to time, so if you've ever wanted to see a miniatures game, come see us up here. Yeah. Or, you know, we do board games, and... Two Thursdays ago, we actually took a board game off the board game wall to play. Yeah. As opposed to bringing one of our own. So come up here and have some fun. That's that's why they're here. Plenty of play space for whatever card game, board game, D&D game you want. Uh, and if you forgot your dice, you can always get some. If you forgot some character sheets, you can always get some. So, yeah, yeah. come up here and do that.
1: Come up here, have fun. And while you're here, head on over to Big Dog Liquor, also over here in Gaucher, and get yourself something to drink. We didn't have a drink this week, but you know what? That's fine. Head over to Big Dog; they have everything you could want. Do you like wine? He has all of the wine, literally all of it. It's all yeah, all of the wine in the state of Mississippi is at his. No. Uh, <laughs> he's got all of the wine. If he doesn't have the liquor or wine of your choice, he can get it for you. So. Check them out. They do specials, uh, discounted on bulk wine. They do discounts. If you're military, they do discounts. If you're a senior citizen. And on Wednesday, you can stack your military and senior citizen discounts and get even more money off of your drinks. We're coming up on the holiday season. It's going to be here before you know it. Start stocking your liquor cabinets now.
0: Yes. Um, Well, hey, look, now that you've listened to us, you've Mm -hmm. come over here, you've got a a, a shiny new Pokemon card from... uh, McNar, you've gone and gotten a shiny new bottle of your favorite spirit from Big Dog Liquor. Why don't you give our friends at Travelers on the Omnibus a listen? Yeah, they are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. Recently, they just wrapped up a four-part episode on playing Cities of Mist, which is a a a board uh, or a RPG very similar to D &D. anD. d Real enjoyable to listen to, listen to how it went, see what was going on, kind of get the feel for the game through it. Yeah. You know, they do top fives. In fact, we're looking at their top five board for the the episode that's coming out this week. We're not going to spoil any of it, but I I tend to agree 100% with their top five. Uh, Well, I I agree 80%. The the fifth one up there is questionable. But give them a listen. See what's going on. You you will not be uh, disappointed.
1: Yeah, and uh, check out Jody, one of the travelers, also has his own podcast, which is Fearology. That's his relationship between him and the horror genre, whether it's movies, books. Uh, he also does some experimental music that he releases on there. You can find him on Spotify under Fearology.
0: And then finally, if, if movies are your thing, horror movies plus, um, give a listen to our buddies at Silence Yourself on Mm. Kevin and Jarrett do uh, new movies, old movies, bingeable stuff on in the theaters, on Netflix, all of that kind of fun thing. They're in a podcast form. They also do a live show on YouTube every week. So pick them up wherever you want to watch them or listen to them, and go from there. There you go. And I really think that's it for us. Yeah, yeah. Normally this is where we would clean our glasses, glasses, but we didn't have glasses. We didn't have anything, so we'll just say Cheers. cheers.